0: good times looking forward to trying this one out because I've, I've never had a, a double rye i don't i really i don't know what to expect <clears throat> at 45 what's that 46 46 46 yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was looking through the. well there, I was trying to read the back your, of it
1: there's your double rye right there it's uh 80 percent rye and 20 percent malted rye Age between two and nine years.
0: And it says here, the two-year-old is a beautiful high rye that tastes of cinnamon, clove, anise, eucalyptus buttons, and evergreen, gin-like flavors. The older rye adds just enough caramel sweetness and woody vanilla richness to calm the bite of the younger rye. The resulting combination is bold, balanced, complex, and perfect for mixing.
1: Mixing a Manhattan?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Or just... It does go on here to talk about cocktails. The resulting combination is bold, balanced, complex, and perfect for mixing. We recommend trying the Double Rye Manhattan or Old Fashioned. It's also absolutely superb for sipping alone or sharing with other cowboys and good-looking strangers. <laughs> There's some whack shit on the back label of this bottle. Maybe we'll get into that here pretty soon. Are you... uh Ready to roll? Why did I even ask? You're already rolling. (laughs) Oh, shit. Welcome to the Saber the Burn podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan. Uh, Across the table from me, this laughing (laughs) asshole, (laughs) (laughs) W2. Uh,. Uh, how's everybody doing? Hi, hey. Uh, on this episode, we are going to try the High West Double Rye Whiskey, and I've been looking forward to this one for a while.
1: Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, me too. I have not had the uh, the Double Rye uh, as well, but I've had some of their other ones, and they make a great whiskey.
0: Yeah, you have their, their bourbon up, mm-hmm, in your, mm-hmm. up in your cabinet.
1: I've got their, uh, yeah, their Prairie Bourbon. Uh, there's also another one called Campfire. I've had that one as well. Uh, does the name
0: reflect the taste? Uh,
1: it's another bourbon, but yeah, it's 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 got a little bit more of a smoky. It does have uh, a smokiness. flavor to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. huh?
1: And their price points, uh, y- you can't you can't touch it. I mean, that's
0: yeah. This one says uh, it retails for about thirty five bucks. Hmm. Well, it's not just a rye; it's a double rye, and we'll get into what differentiates a rye from a double rye uh, here in a little bit. It's uh, out of the great state of Utah, not only known for Mormons and <laughs> he's he's <laughs> you just you just put the, 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 the open bottle to the microphone like the listeners gonna smell it. You're just like here, check this out. <laughs>
1: smell this. <laughs> smell
0: it. Can you smell that? Through your earbuds, <laughs> through your car fucking speakers. Good times. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the great state of Utah, not only known for for uh, multiple wives and Mormons, it's uh, <laughs> it's also got one hell of a uh, uh, a whiskey producer out there, High West Distillery. I was reading on the uh, the back of the bottle here. I'll tip this back over here and read it again. Where was it here? Uh, High West is Utah's first distillery since 1870, and the world's That's only nice. ski-in gastro distillery. If you find yourself in Old Town Park City, please stop or ski by to visit us. And he goes on to talk about uh, some of the, the cool little things that make their distillery unique apart from the other ones. I'm going to pour some in my sniffer.
1: Don't forget to uh, let your microphone smell <laughs> microphone, it. smell it. Check it out, microphone. What do you think of that, you fucking microphone?
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. Is that about the same amount you got? That'll work. Yep. I'm good with that. It's got a pretty color to it. It's kind of a light amber, mm-hmm. or maybe medium amber. I think the uh, the bourbon you shared or you showed me earlier was about a, a light amber. This is this is a medium amber. The smell on the nose, I, I really expected this to be more more rye more rye forward. Yep. Yeah, and at two years old, the smell smells less hot than uh, some of the other. Definitely. Some of the other single years. I'm picking up a uh, little bit of uh, that aromatic kind of um, spice. What is it? Uh, not not medicinal. There was another word that we were that we were throwing around in a previous episode. Rainy. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd throw medicinal on that because uh, when you open the back of your mouth and let it roll over the tongue, it, it's got some medicinal on it.
1: I'm picking up some clove.
0: Some clove, some caramel, maybe a little bit of vanilla. Once again, I'm still... Not finding any of the in any of the apple that that i that I taste in a lot of um, or I smell anyway in a lot of um, a lot of whiskies, maybe just when it comes to rye whiskies they they delete the apple. What does it say here on the on the nose what what does the website tell us we're supposed to smell here
1: looks like uh notes of mint clove cinnamon licorice root huh and builds up with aromas of pine nuts dark chocolate and even gin botanicals
0: oh see gin's a big uh um, it's not even a gray area for me it's just completely black i'm like little to not exposed to 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 gin i think i've yep. had a cocktail that had gin in it actually i know i did it was over uh thanksgiving that's a fun little story. I, I went to Thanksgiving over at my sister's house. A fellow vegetarian. I'm not a vegetarian, dear listener. But, Is she here in town? Uh, yeah, yeah. She lives down by the plaza, the plaza as some <laughs> call it. Anywho, I I uh, I cooked up some uh, sweet potatoes and uh, something else. I forgot what. And I brought them over. And uh, there in the in the apartment with us was a real live paleontologist. And I'm still jazzed about meeting this dude. I had. You know, i probably fired off 35 questions in 10 minutes and he just, he was very patient with me. He was very <laughs> understanding and he, uh, he had, uh, um, all of the, uh, all of the information you could really kind of ever want his, um, he specifically studies and I don't know if they call it practices. What is it? Uh subcretaceous, uh, period. So that's like right before the, uh, theorized, um, uh, asteroid hit and wiped everything out. So, you know, he was, uh, we had, we had a great conversation and it was everything like, um, uh, to draw on, uh, Christianity here real quick, uh, the, uh, the, the road to Damascus where they were, they're on the, they were all defeated. Christ was executed in front of God and everybody They're you know, everybody's out to get them. They just need to get out of town and decompress and relax and like on the way there. This stranger walks up and starts talking about all these different points and the and the old scriptures, but like, but he connected these dots, didn't he? And the the thing about that that I'm trying, the point that I'm getting to is when they were when they had come back and they were talking about it, they said how our hearts burned within us when he was talking to us, and that in a in a way that's how it was with paleontology when paleontology was like probably the first thing that i really wanted to be when i was a kid i wanted to be a paleontologist i wanted to dig up dinosaur bones and <laughs> and uh and and that kind of stuff it was all very romantic and glamorous in my little kid brain but um actually getting to sit down with a real live paleontologist was uh it was an experience unto its own that i uh i still think back on and he was he was very cool, very knowledgeable, very patient. It was everything I, I uh, everything I think I needed. And they say don't meet your heroes. He didn't know he was a hero until I was like you know maybe twenty questions in. But <laughs> it was great. I'm really glad I got to meet him. That's and cool, speaking man. of heroes, you find a lot of heroes in the West, in the in the old spaghetti <laughs> westerns. And I'm not I don't know if we're gonna find a hero here in this double in this double double rye whiskey from High West whiskey. But, as far as the smell goes, it smells like it's gonna be a little bit more mellow than what i thought so i'm I'm gonna give this uh, the mouth and we'll we'll see how it tastes
1: Wayne what do you think? Oh no, you can taste that rye I can taste the rye the rye it uh, the rye's not all there on the nose, but it is all over the palate.
0: I'm actually very surprised to taste both ryes like mm-hmm. it's uh uh, we haven't gotten into it yet, but it's uh, it's blended uh, from one rye, from a, a, a straight rye, and a malted rye. Um, they, they blend those together. And uh, I didn't expect to be able to taste the difference and taste them both individually on the same taste. Wow. I'm not yeah. exactly wowed by this. <clears throat> uh, my first impression, I'm not exactly wowed by this double rye. Uh, except for when it it comes back on the finish. It's got something menthol It had mm-hmm. more it had more burn to it, uh, more heat to it than I thought it would, but it wasn't lingering. It didn't make its way all the way down to the stomach, didn't burn the entire throat on the way down.
1: So I picked up on the the menthol and the minty okay uh, as well and I just glanced down at the notes and the notes say and a deluge of menthol, mint, eucalyptus, herbal tea, and allspice.
0: Maybe that eucalyptus is is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but yeah, menthol, herbal tea. Yeah, I'll wait until my my kind of second pull on this taster here for the herbal tea and allspice. I I it does all right. The allspice in re- retrospect, I thought maybe the anise, or is it anise? I'm not sure that the star. Mm-hmm. Spice. I think it's star anise, anise, but I might be wrong. I I don't know. Uh, quote me and put me on blast, dear listener. But um, <laughs> it doesn't. It's not like on the on the on the nose. It's not there. But on the on the tongue, it's there. The spice. And I'm guessing that's what it is. It, it's all spice.
1: There's a there's a good heat to this, but I don't yeah. feel I don't feel like it has. As much heat as some of the other ones that we've tried.
0: At 92 proof, it's expected.
1: Right. But I think this has definitely the a longer finish.
0: It definitely does, yeah.
1: It stays with you.
0: What does it say in the finish notes here? Longer. <laughs> you just said this. Longer finish. All right. But uh, with notes of cinnamon, I'm not catching that. Mint, maybe. And, and anise. anise. Okay. There's... Man. I don't know if I accidentally read that before or, or not, but I can I can taste that. Maybe not so much the mint, but the it tastes more eucalyptusy to me. Eucalyptusy? Yeah. That's a word now. Put that in your dictionary, Webster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I like I like being able to taste uh the, the two different ryes in this. I think it's appropriately billed as a double rye. And especially after my, my second taste on that. Uh, do you uh, have any, any uh, extra info on this that, that I haven't already disclosed?
1: Yeah, I'm just kind of reading in here. Park City, Utah. The High West Distillery is a manufacturer of and blender of spirits. Uh, founded in 2007 by David Perkins, this petite distiller makes its offerings in small batches and is the first legally licensed distillery in Utah. Since the end of prohibition,
0: oh, since the end of prohibition, huh? Didn't say that on the back of the bottle.
1: There's so many distillers out there, and and you know, reading and hearing that you know a a distillery like like High West. I mean, they they make great whiskeys. You you see them everywhere, Um, but their offerings are all geared around the small batch Hmm. uh, type model, which I, I. I find myself gravitating towards because I, I I find it a little bit more interesting.
0: It's, it's definitely interesting, especially now that, that uh, it's, I've given it time for the finish to actually finish in the, in the flavor and the mouth notes, it says herbal tea, but I'm not finding that anywhere until the very end of Mm -hmm. the finish. Like as it's leaving everything else behind, it's giving us that, that herbal tea kind of flavor to it. And some people, actually infuse their whiskey with with herbal tea. We've seen it. That's what I hear. I'm I'm a little hesitant to try it cuz I, w- I wouldn't know what to start with. Maybe an old standard like Jim Beam or or whatever, but a double rye, why not? Yeah. I I would definitely dip a tea bag in it and see what's what.
1: What I'm finding interesting with the finish on this, you know, so many so many whiskeys, whether it's a, a short finish or a long finish, there are a lot of whiskeys out there that even even when that finish Is done. I feel like there's still a burn that just kind of continues on, whether you need to chase it with a drink of water or whatever. This one, once the finish was done, it was done. It's done. There's no burn, there's no nothing. It just kind of dissolves itself. That's pretty unique. I don't, or at least for me anyway.
0: I'm trying to think of, uh, it's it's hard for me to think anything on the fly off off the top of my head of another whiskey or rye whiskey since we're talking about rye whiskeys that um uh, that once the burn is gone it's gone it's done like it's mm-hmm. not there's no ghost of the memory that that hangs around and still tries to like you know haunt you this one's just it's there and then it's gone it's just like gone like yeah. you said what where would you put it on a on one to ten mm-hmm. and and why not not comparing it to other whiskeys yeah but Just uh, to compare it to itself, judging it for its character.
1: I think I'm going to give it a good solid seven. And why is that? Just as it's got a a well-rounded, good flavor. You know, the nose is not overpowering. You know, we talked about the ride does not hit you at all on the the nose, but as soon as you taste it, it is immediately there. That mint and eucalyptus, uh, I think, that menthol. Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of gives it within the burn to me. It also kind of is a little cooling mm-hmm. at the yeah. same time, and uh, and then yeah, it has a great long finish, so you can really kind of savor and unpack all those different flavors. But then when it reaches the end, it's done, and you can move on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. Uh, a solid. Seven out of ten, and, and for most, if not all, the reasons you gave. But uh, to kind of expand on what you were talking about there on the back end, it's not just that uh, that it's done and gone. It does leave you with a, a little something extra that I don't think I've found in in any other any other whiskey that we've tried. It's the I'm still stuck on that herbal tea because mm-hmm. I drink a lot of herbal tea for you know different times of the year. Uh, different different kinds of herbal tea that's one of the things I like about it is the taste will stick with you this thing it's like you you've just been visited by a you know an herbal tea witch and <laughs> she's like <laughs> she's got her spell on you, and you're just you're just you're happy that you did that. Yeah. You know, and uh it's not just um and to uh to back you up on on your point of not being able to smell the rye on the on the nose, but when you taste it, it's there. It's not just there. It hits you twice from two different it's yeah. like a jab yeah. and a right hook of a, a rye and a malted rye. And we can go ahead and read into that here uh, in your notes that you found. It says uh double rye is an award-winning blend of two straight rye whiskeys aged between 2 and 9 years. Uh, <laughs> says they're also hush hush about the ratio, uh, but we do know the older is ninety five percent rye, five percent barley uh, malt from the MGP, uh, and the other is eighty rye and twenty malted rye from the High West Distillery. Why the exclamation point you find on the? Uh, on the on the label of the high-west whiskey, double rye. Well, that's because this beauty's aim is to be the spiciest rye whiskey on earth. The marriage of the two wildly different juices offers a bold and complex character that's great in an old-fashioned or shared neat with a wrangler.
1: With a wrangler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the back of the bottle, though, it says something a little bit different here. Talks
1: about the cowboys. It
0: says, uh, we recommend trying the double rye Manhattan or old fashioned uh, it's also absolutely superb for sipping alone or sharing with cowboys and good-looking strangers <laughs> I like a good-looking stranger from time to time but they can stay strangers I have a girlfriend <laughs> Yeah every taste is the same it's very consistent you don't you don't smell the rye and then you taste it, and you get hit with both rye. I think the malted rye comes in second, uh, not second in, in flavor uh, rating or anything, but second. Uh, the the second hit of rye is is the malted rye, and I really do think this is great. And like you said, the, the coolness comes in to uh, to kind of usher the heat out, and uh, you're just there's the there's the finish. You can you can taste and feel the herbal kind of the herbal tea kind of finish.
1: And that's de- that's definitely the the menthol mm-hmm. aspect of it, I think.
0: Yeah. I'm um, I'm interested to, what does it say, an old fashioned or a manhattan? I don't see why we shouldn't try this in a in a manhattan or an old fashioned. I think we should. I think we absolutely should.
1: I think let's uh we've done the old fashioned before in a couple of our variants. Let's let's go the manhattan round.
0: Let's go manhattan. I like it.
1: All right, let's take a quick Sounds pause good. and uh, get some mixing going. doo do, 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 do.
0: Coaster stuck to my, my my glass.
1: What kind of glass did you call this? These are just martini glasses. Mm. I wish I had a set of coupe glasses.
0: Coupe glasses, and you said Coupa? that...
1: Coupe?
0: C-O-U-P-E? Probably just coupe. You said that was the kind that... Stanley Tucci used in his uh, whiskey sour? Yep. Huh. Yeah, it it looked like a wine glass, just uh, shallow.
1: Yeah. Or a very, very small margarita glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, margaritas can turn into a great big fish bowl. <laughs> if you ever go to Elmagey's in, in Raytown, you can get one. I don't know what they call them, but they look like a damn fish bowl, and it's a yep. giant margarita, and it's, it's
1: we like We like going to the uh, Salty Iguana in Prairie Village. Okay. And uh, I forget what day of the week it is, but one of the days is their margarita night. And it's it's the heavy glass with the blue glass top on the rim. Uh-huh. But the thing is, it is a full-on fishbowl. uh And yeah, several years ago, before Henry was born, we went up there. And I've got a couple pictures of Kate and I sitting next to each other the bowls combined are bigger than her and i both of our heads combined <laughs> and we're all just sucking
0: on the straws yep i i like i like mexican restaurants i like their food
1: mhm the uh salty iguana we particularly like their uh, their taco night they do a um, fried blue corn tortilla okay for their tacos do
0: they make their own yes they do huh. anytime i've been to the salty iguana it's been kind of a letdown fuck you're rolling aren't you
1: of course i am
0: (laughs) (laughs) well welcome back from our short little break we are enjoying a
1: manhattan that, a high uh, west manhattan a
0: high west manhattan that w2 masterfully produced over here on the uh, on the mixing station
1: yeah i really quick did a look up because it didn't even occur to me which i don't know why it didn't because i knew that high west has a lot of published recipes out on their website mm. and uh, but as we were kind of reading through this it talked about a high west manhattan and so i went out there to compare it to the recipe that i had and sure enough their recipe same recipe as a uh, Classic Manhattan, just three-quarter ounce sweet vermouth versus a full ounce of sweet vermouth. So a little less sweet vermouth, which I think is a good call because... Yeah, it helps this this whiskey shine. Sweet vermouth is a very, very sweet addition to to any drink. Mm. And we're dealing with a rye whiskey here, Mm -hmm. but on their recommendation of just the three-quarters, I think was a good call not to overly sweet it. And like you said, let the rye shine a little bit.
0: Right. I think it drops back on the complexity of of tasting both ryes, but I do think it helps the malted rye develop more in this cocktail here definitely shines better.
1: You know, in the recipe I had suggested a brandied cherry, or if you prefer a lemon twist. All right. Well, I thought, well, why not both? Right. But again, I've got the barrel aged cherries, not the candied cherries. So we use the barrel aged cherries. Yeah.
0: Barrel aged cherries. Dear listener, if you have the opportunity to try the uh, Woodford Reserve barrel-aged cherries versus the, uh, you know, your your run-of-the-mill maraschino cherries, it's night and day difference. Yep. These barrel-aged cherries are beyond delicious, and I'm just letting mine sit in the bottom of my Manhattan, just kind of soaking in and marrying out.
1: You know, the recipe said to garnish with the cherry or the lemon twist. I did both because, one, I wanted the cherry, but I thought just the lemon twist would add a little bit additional element mm-hmm. to the flavor of that. You know, there is no lemon juice in this, mm-hmm. but the little twist of the lemon and then the rind kind of bobbing in the drink mm-hmm. while you drink it is gonna give you a little bit of lemon zest, lemon oils within it. So, yeah, another dimension. It adds, yeah, another dimension of complexity and deliciousness. And Manhattans are definitely not my go to, but this is very tasty. It is tasty. Uh, I'm enjoying this a lot. My sister is always, she's always trying to get me to try new cocktails and, and things, and she's very much into bourbons and whiskeys. But gin is also is her thing. She loves gins, and so she's always been trying to get me to try a Negroni for forever. And I finally went out, and, and I know almost nothing about gins. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple gins here and there it's just not my thing more so just cuz i don't know a lot about them and yeah same I, here when i went to the store clearly i didn't know what i was buying cuz i bought a botanical gin oh and that's not what you should use in a negroni Oh. Um, it's it over floral <laughs> uh eyes is the the cocktail and uh, but anyway so yeah, she's trying to get me to to try a lot of different things. Recently, she she told me I should try a Boulevardia, okay, which I have not tried yet. But Boulevardia is basically a Negroni, but only with bourbon instead of the huh, gin. Okay, so I have all the ingredients for that. So by association, that's probably going to be on our list at some point. Yeah, let's do it. I've got the uh, sweet vermouth. I've got a bottle of uh Campari up in the fridge. And you have any
0: idea what which what kind of bourbon would would work with the? Uh, I might ask her.
1: I might ask her. Uh, what Berman she has tried and, and thinks work well with that. But mm-hmm. my my mother-in-law sent me a link this morning, actually. She was uh, going through her emails, and she's subscribed to, I think it's Better House. Yeah, like Better that. Homes and Gardens, yeah. One of the articles that she came across was 20 whiskey brands that won't break the bank. Huh. And so I clicked on it. Nice little read. I was very excited to, to learn that more than a handful of the ones on the list. I have in the cabinet. Oh, cool. Yeah. But they also, as they listed them out, they listed them out by specific categories. I think the Elijah Craig, for example, was the one that they rated as the best bourbon for cocktails. Huh. the red Breast Twelve Year was on there for the best Irish whiskey.
0: Yeah, that Red that Redbreast Twelve Year is uh, it's worthy of anybody's list. Yeah, I've so is that Highland.
1: Now that I know that there is a, I, I'm really kind of curious. You know, we talked about the twelve year versus fifteen year, and on and on and on, and and you know, just for the money, the twelve year seems to be that sweet spot for anything. Right. But there is also the cask strength. Version of the twelve year that's just about ten bucks more uh-huh. than the the regular twelve year red breasts, and so I'm very interested in trying to get a hold of maybe that might be a, a good step up from just the regular twelve year.
0: It'd definitely be worth the experience. I mean, if if you got,
1: ooh, I just got a little bit of that lemon zest. Yeah. Huh. On that taste, and yeah.
0: At the th- very bottom of this Manhattan, that's where the lemon's yeah. been sitting. It's Man. been waiting on you to get that pull.
1: That that actually is really fantastic with <laughs> just a just a hint of lemon with that.
0: Mm-hmm. This High West Double Rye has been uh, it's been surprising, like in every every twist and turn,
1: and the price point.
0: The price point, yeah, yeah. I- the noise you hear is me looking at the high v receipt where I found it on the shelf it was thirty two ninety nine after tax it was thirty five eighty
1: nine and that's exactly what it was online so yeah. you know the flavor dot com a lot of their spirits are well priced some of them are very comparable to what you get locally mm-hmm. some of them are a lot of them end up are are a lot cheaper than what you can get them locally.
0: plus with the subscription service through Flavier you get a do you get a free shipping off? you get free shipping? it's free shipping, yeah, okay,
1: but this one was thirty four ninety nine mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's right out so, where it was with uh with tax. And you know, I mean, I would think it it might even be worth it just, just to order it from the website and have it delivered. Yeah. You don't have to go out in the public and deal with public, <laughs> the people out there.
1: But it's it's nice to know that this is one you can find most places. Most places carry high west. Yeah. And
0: it, what surprised me is it was behind the counter, like hmm. behind the cashiers. The yeah, the the cashiers. I was I gave up looking for it in the whiskey bourbon aisle and uh um,
1: you could steal the forty five dollar bottle, but the thirty five dollar bottle right? you had uh Ask for that, that under is lock
0: and key. pretty much what happened. But <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't under lock and key, but it, it was up, <laughs> up, up, up behind him. And I'm like, well, that's exactly what I'm looking for right there because I wanted to see if they had any more of that. Uh, not that I'm looking to buy it, I was just curious. If they still had any of that Johnny Walker Blue Label mm. up there. And I didn't see any behind the, the counter, but I didn't really look too hard. Because once I saw the High West, I kind of zeroed in on that. And I took the the other bottle back and stuck it where I found it. Now, the more expensive bottle, right. I might add. I took it back to where I found it and uh, grabbed the. asked him to hand me the High West. You know, anybody that walks up to the register empty-handed, but they're waiting in line, just like every other dick. You know, waiting to buy their shit. They, they look suspicious, and, you know, I, I generally look suspicious anyway, but they uh like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, give me that. I need that bottle of the High West back here, the double rye. And put it, it like, in okay. a brown paper bag, please. Yes. Put it in a brown paper and then put it in that, 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 that plastic bag. Thank you. So, dear listener, ladies and gentlemen, these and thems, if you're looking for a very unique rye whiskey, look no further than the High West double rye whiskey, Straight out of the great state of Utah, it's a uh, age two years. It's uh, ninety-two proof, but it really doesn't hit you hard like you would expect a ninety-two proof to hit you. It's got a very, very complex uh, bouquet of, of flavors on the on the on the mouth, but not so much on the on the nose. From what I thought. Now we both still. Locked in at a solid seven, uh, maybe even a seven and a half. Looking back on it, as far as uh, rye whiskeys go, mostly for me because of the the double complexity of the rye. Uh, how you how the first on the mouth, it's uh your your regular rye taste. But after that the malted rye comes in second and hits you with a right hook and it lands. It lands pretty hard. But then it's gone and then you're left with this kind of herbal tea kind of finish on the on the on the on the far end. And that heat, once it's gone, like you said once it's gone, it's gone.
1: Yeah, I talked about, you know, that once the finish is done, it's it's gone. But you're right. It's not gone, gone. They're, you're left with that herbal tea. It's the calm after the storm kind of a, a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a very nice calm. Mm-hmm. You know, so many different drinks when you finish, and when that finish is kind of played out, you're ready to run to the bathroom and brush your teeth and right, brush your tongue. You, like and, the
0: aftertaste is some kind of bitter or sour. Right. And it's just like yeah. funk. Like this is not no like thinking. that at all No
1: it's not it's very
0: very pleasant. Yeah.
1: yeah once the heat's done it's gone. once the overall flavor is done that finish it's gone but you're just left with this uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> this this aura of delicious <laughs> but uh even with that uh, that's just by itself and added into a cocktail such as this uh, Manhattan that we tried tonight. It paired very well it, it made mm-hmm, a great mm-hmm. it made a great drink i really i have zero complaints Uh,
1: i i'm very thankful that i pulled back a little bit on the sweet vermouth on that and uh yeah really good cocktail really good cocktail very excited about that and
0: if you like what we've been talking about tonight as far as the high west double rye whiskey goes feel free to follow along on any of our other episodes listen to them download them if you must but uh they're really streaming everywhere uh, anywhere uh, podcasts are are found such as but not limited to Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google, Samsung. And uh, did I say Samsung again? You did,
1: Samsung.
0: Goodness. <laughs> Why do I do that? Mushmouth. <laughs> blah, blah, uh, Femfung and just, you know, Many more. Danger. What the hell? <laughs> But uh, you can find this in uh in the uh, liquor cabinet section.
1: Yeah, we already talked about the uh, the section of the website called the liquor cabinet. Yes, we also have a section called cocktails. If you've been with us for the last few episodes, you will have noticed that along with our tastings, we always try to conclude with a cocktail. And so we've done the von Payne, the the current old fashioned. Right. We did the Scotch Sour. hmm And then we did that uh, Bow Street. Did we decide it was Bow Street Smash? I've been calling it the Street. Okay, like, Bow, Sh- Bow Street. That's- Bow or Bow Street. Smash. Street smash man that was so good it was good it yeah, was really, really good so the cocktail section of the website is i've been adding the actual recipe and kind of uh just a summation and review of what we thought about it with links to uh what you need but more specifically the actual recipe right there so if you want to try this you've got it right there in front of you and so either right before or after this episode publishes you'll find this recipe out there so
0: absolutely you can find that on savertheburn.com and uh if you have any feedback, please email uh, savortheburn at info at savertheburn.com. You can email me directly at jonathan at savortheburn.com. And you can email w2 at, you guessed it, w2 at savortheburn.com. Well, you can find what? us on all socials specifically on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. I don't think we're on MySpace. Definitely not MySpace. (laughs) I think Tom has left that building. And ladies and gentlemen, this is that time where we all say, keep on On (laughs) burning. See you guys. Later.